Welcome to OnChain Reaction. I'm Philip Gradwell, the Chief Economist at Chainalysis. I'm here to take you through what's been happening on the blockchain in this last week. Well, to set the scene, in the last week, which is the 27th of April to 3rd of May, the Bitcoin price has continued to rise, and it's now approaching its longer-term levels, nearly reaching its 100- and 200-day average. So it appears there's a lot of demand for Bitcoin. But how is the supply reacting? It looks like the supply is meeting that demand, with Bitcoin flows into exchanges also returning to their longer-term levels. We're now seeing in the last 14 days a daily average similar to the last 100-day daily average. Interestingly, flows into exchanges are above their 200-day average. So actually, we're seeing greater inflows to exchanges while we're also seeing prices that we've seen in the 200-day range. That suggests that there is robust demand keeping the prices up even as there's this increase in supply. It looks like liquidity on exchanges is sufficient. We can see that because the Bitcoin trading intensity, that's the number of Bitcoin traded for every Bitcoin that's received on chain, that remains at normal levels. You'll notice it does rise at the weekends, say on the 2nd and 3rd of May, or the 25th and 26th of April. That's because at the weekends, there tends to be less Bitcoin coming into exchanges, but trading still seems to be at slightly higher levels. But in general, the 14-day average is very close to the longer-term averages. Flows between exchanges have increased significantly in the last week relative to the last 30 days. And there's been a 221 million US dollar uh, cash out from crypto to crypto exchanges and derivatives exchanges to crypto to fiat exchanges. Derivatives exchanges have actually seen a net outflow of around $61 million in the last week, suggesting that there's deleveraging. Around 75% of that went to crypto to fiat exchanges. So overall, it looks like there's a bit of caution in the market with some people taking profits and some people deleveraging. But there is overall an increased amount of Bitcoin flowing into all types of exchanges as the price increases. Global flows have also increased particularly from Eastern Asia, with large transfers to North America. There was actually a net flow of about $84 million from Eastern Asia to North America. Interestingly, there was also a net flow from Eastern Asia and North America to the rest of the world of $42 million. A lot of that will be going to European exchanges, but it's still interesting that there's been an increase in Bitcoin flowing out of the two centers of gravity of the Bitcoin market in Eastern Asia and North America. Also looks like medium-term holders are moving more. The flows of the Bitcoin held for less than a year are back to longer-term levels after a reduction in the four-week average. This suggests that people who have held in the medium-term are getting a bit more comfortable and as prices rise, are choosing to move their Bitcoin again. Last week, we talked about Tether and the fact that there was so much Tether on exchanges that I suspected was waiting to buy. We've seen the price increase potentially driven by people using Tether and, of course, fear on other types of exchanges to buy that Bitcoin. But looking at Tether, the buying power remains, with Tether continuing to enter exchanges at elevated rates. 
you know, really quite above indeed the last 30-day average or indeed the 100 and 200-day averages um, that we've also seen. So overall, it seems that the market is returning to normal after mid-March. Perhaps it's not so normal. There is halving interest. We're just days away from that now. And that's likely generating demand. And my big question is what happens if that recedes? We've seen from this data that the market can supply Bitcoin. So I'm not so worried about the reduction in supply coming from the reduced block reward. What I am worried about is whether there will be as much interest and buzz around people getting into Bitcoin once we pass the halving. And it looks like some market participants share my caution. It does look like there's been some increased profit taking and some deleveraging as people take flows of Bitcoin away from the derivatives exchanges and away from the crypto to crypto exchanges to the crypto to fiat exchanges.